Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. As your no-sub crew goes on a little deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week we're coming off the heels of Starcade for WCW and we're going to... Are we? If a tree falls in the forest and nobody is there to hear it... Did you buy a Sunday? Did it make a sound? Well, we're coming off the hills of Starcade, and we're going into a two-week vacation for uh, WCW. As for WDF, we're just going through the shades of what Vince McMahon is thinking this week. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm along with here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. I'm Henry the Eighth. I am Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. Okay. And the chitchitters are one, Mike Boo. He's been married seven times before. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. I got it. I, I listen to 60s rock. Yep, he knows what's up. That's probably some Steel Panther. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I may never be able to listen to Herman's Hermits again without imagining them as like 80s, like 80s glam rock. <laughs> Shout out to Stuck Mojo. What are we doing here? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I think the lead singer of the Human Sermons, Peter Noon, I think he would look like Chris Jericho right now if he was trying to do uh, heavy metal. So, you know? Uh, however, Joseph Lessel. Yeah. Yes. First of all, the man to my right is the best looking big man in podcasting. Yeah. Don't you ever forget it. And after this show, I'll be the only guy that can say that again. <laughs> He's been fired multiple times now. He gone. He back. He, he gone. gone. He back. So, let's get into it. <laughs> December 18th, year 2000. We're in Richmond, Virginia. For Tony Schiavone, Scott Hudson, and for the and the last time, we think we think. No, that's true. Uh, it's Mark it's Madden. It's the last time. It's the last time. Quotation. Uh, backstage, we're gonna. No, re- uh, I know. Uh, we see Ric Flair backstage as he welcomes us to Nitro in a hostage situation. Uh, calls last <laughs> night, Starcade. Hello, fellow fans. Maybe the best Starcade of all time. <laughs> yeah, you could see Ric Flair die inside saying that. You no, that was his last match. We just watched that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he almost died then, too. But you could see, like, the what little glimpse of hope and life was in the wrestling business of Ric Flair. You could see it die when he called last night. Harley Race turned it over in his grave. Right. And he is not even dead yet. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. It's my uh, favorite NBA and TNT bit. <laughs> they just, people who aren't dead, they just say that. <laughs> yeah. It's such a great bit. Uh, he brings up Buff getting involved in Luger's and Goldberg's match. That's so, how he starts with his Buff. But God damn so it, Flair. Buff is taking on Goldberg tonight. He brings up Scott Snyder beating Sid being that. Uh, and then tonight, uh, Flair will bring up uh, Steiner's opponent or opponents for the next pay-per-view, Sin. Say what? We don't know, but we do know one thing. Photo stills, baby, okay. of all the matches throughout the night of Starcade. And then we go from those photo stills to more photo stills as it's the ladder match highlights. As our first match tonight, guys, is going to be Shane Helms versus Shannon Moore. Uh-oh. Three count versus three count action. We got to get an inborn contender. As we're going to determine the number one Frank contender for the cruiserweight title no, for Sin. <laughs> Here you go. Get up on your feet. Put, Put your hands together. together. My daughter walked into the room when this music was playing and just looked at the TV like, what are you watching? Like, what? Because it was poor. It was like, we like Backstreet Boys and sync too. Britney Spears is kind of cute. And she just had a look on her face like, on MTV. Everybody three count. One, two, three. Come on, Vinny Massaro. One, two, three. 
Talk to that music, you coward. That would be awesome. That'd be no, I want he does that. I'm in the family. That's Amore is, is iconic. But just for one night, I want him to come out to the Mama Luke's theme. Also, <laughs> he's gonna turn face. That fat song is over with the crowd. Uh, <laughs> quick sidebar: since you mentioned Vinny, <laughs> oh my god, something is happening in um, West Coast Pro Wrestling. He's in tomorrow. No, that that to me, I'm yeah. stoked about because it's maybe for the last time, and these guys have a lot of history together. Mark Madden's back. No, um, <laughs> Reno Scum is taking on the reunited Cartel. Big Ugly and Vinny Massaro. And those two teams, they've had wars. And the two of them together as the cartel of taking on Reno Scum, to me, is a big deal. I'm like, yes, I'm going to find a way to watch that match. Hell yeah. But back to this. Mm-hmm. Sugar Shane and, uh, <laughs> well, I like Shannon Moore. But Mark Madden, you're on an island of your own. I'm not going to call him HB2K. <laughs> oh, nope. I remember you told us that, and I was like, what? And then I heard it, and I was like, no wonder he got fired. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Who the fuck told him that? <laughs> the winner will be taking on Chavo, or at the Sin. Cruiserweight Champion at Sin. Uh, Moore with a Frankenstein off the apron. Helms with a power slam off the top rope for a two count. Moore with his, uh, with his showstopper, the famouser, for a two count. Helms does a... It's a rocker dropper, okay? Pick a damn move name. Uh, Frank Snyder. There it is. Helms does a top rope sunset flip for its two count. Helms hit the vertebraker for the win. It's a brain buster. Uh, Helms is helping uh, Moore up, but Chava comes out to attack them. But Helms and Moore double team Chava. It's a cop killer. Since there's more than one. Who invented it? Who did? They both started around the same time. Was it Sugar Shane or Homicide? Is it the vertebraker or the cop killer? Who invented the damn thing? Ice T, I believe. Probably. That's a different group color. Uh, we go backstage with Car MIA as we see them. Uh, the deep cut. We see MIA just waiting for their spot again for them to be called on action. And then once they do, it's Rection yelling at Cajun saying that he's no good. I don't understand. You have them walk and then you start rolling. I don't. Why is this hard? I don't know. We go. We get a promo by Jesus. Scott Steiner from Medeja. Steiner says he's the man. Flair doesn't so have odd, enough dude. guys in the back. Uh, Steiner wants Flair to tell DDP to get a sex change because he has no balls. <laughs> DDP should go back to the Bush League. You can take <laughs> someone out of the trailer park, but the trailer you can't take them out. Uh, but they are still trailer trash. Oh Steiner God. wants DDP to be his opponent. <laughs> this is like seriously. Scott Steiner's the gym. <laughs> seriously, this came out of like fucking nowhere. I'm like. Oh a DDP God. Steiner feud out of Steiner nowhere? didn't even know he was on camera. He was just talking to Gene. <laughs> Fucking, he's a sex change. <laughs> he has no balls. Uh, Flair comes out. Flair says Steiner's the man, but Flair says uh, at the pay-per-view, it'll be a three-way dance. Uh, tonight, we'll be, uh, have pro- uh, preliminary matches tonight, but there's going to be two matches tonight. The winners of those face each other in the main event, and that one person will be one of the people in the main event. However... We're not going to tell Steiner because he's going to kick their ass. Uh, Already putting over the other person? Flair then says, we've hired a mystery opponent, but we won't say who, as this person wants to get some of Steiner. And then Steiner says he will find out out who it is or he will make Flair tell him later. I forgot about this angle. I don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, more on that when we get to the Nitro. Oh, well, you mean like this show? We're, yeah, we're on Nitro. <laughs> we are on Nitro. 
Tune in to find out. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what do we call that? That's a tease. Call that a tease. Yeah. I have a tease, too, for you guys. It, it's it's based, R-E-S-O-L. No, but it's based off of Steiner's promo. There's a lot to talk about tonight. Okay. All right. All right. Here you go. Uh, we got a Jimmy Hart promo as he wants to fight more DJs. There we go. Photo stills, you say. Uh, Buff attacking Sarge. And then we go backstage with Gene, with Buff, and Luger. As so that actually wasn't photos. That was live video. That's how slow they move. Yeah. Uh, Buff was supposed to be backstage interview, but he attacked Sarge. Buff uh, made Goldberg mad. Buff has Goldberg's book and shows uh, what he wrote in it. Buff, you're the stuff, and there are two Fs in stuff. They're making fun of that you can't, uh, uh, you know, uh, read. Boy, I love this team. Um, Buff's been <laughs> totally waiting. Buff. Buff says he's totally been waiting buff. for nine years, and it's time for his time for him. Again, we get Buff the whole. Oh, that should be my that annual push, baby. Buff show uh, Steiner shows Should've up and tells Luger. Billy Gunn got a push. Uh, it's the Prince IK in the Rock situation all over again. He asks Luger. Steiner shows up, asks Luger, "Who's the mystery uh, people?" And Luger's yeah. like, "I don't know." What if Billy Gunn and Buff were a team called Buff Ass? Ass Buff. Ass uh, Buff. Let's go with Ass Buff. <laughs> I like an ass buff. Scissor be ass buff. Scissor <laughs> <laughs> oh, be buff ass. So many asses. Oh god. So many clean. <laughs> Judy bag. Well, shave our nuts. <laughs> That'd be the country version. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's a uh, former WWE tag team champion. Yeah, Judy bag. No, put some respect on that goddamn name. Judy bag. The Paul Abdul. Straight up now. Straight up. Don't rush. Rush to ESPN. Our next match. Me, our next match is going to be uh, Ming with Kiwi versus yeah, I, Terry I Funk. Queeming, first of all, for the yeah. hardcore title. Queeming versus Ass Buff. Um, <laughs> that's 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 rated X, sir. We can't talk about that out here. <laughs> our next. Uh, so Funk Does gets. She, a, she she. Uh, doesn't matter. They couldn't find any other Fucking celebs in LA. Paul Abdul, my God, straight up now. Uh, Funk gets on the Tron and calls Ming of some type Boy, of monkey. You're a cold-hearted snake. He calls Ming a monkey. I don't get it. It's one of her he songs. calls Ming a so. monkey, and then challenges to come to the back. Yeah, he called him a monkey. Do the monkey. No, no, no. No, I wouldn't no. call Ming a monkey. I would not. And if for some reason, I was like, yikes. Remind him who the fuck you are. Well, Ming <laughs> runs to the back. They fight in the back. Ming, uh, Funk attacks Ming with a trash can and then tries to handcuff him, but, but they fight back to the ring. Ming sets up a table while Funk uh, hits him with a trash can. Funk is busted open. Ming sets uh, Funk on a table and goes for a second turnbuckle splash, but misses and goes through the table. Uh, but then Ming gets up and puts the tongue and death grip on Funk. Crowbar runs down, hits Ming with the golden crowbar for Funk to fall on Ming for the win. Crowbar doesn't have his 70s gear on anymore as Crowbar gets on the mic and says he did this because he and this is his insurance policy for taking on Funk at Sin. Um, so, uh, yeah. We go backstage with Jeff Jarrett. Steiner's trying to find out who is part who's in the matches, and Jared's like, I don't know. I just, it's not me. <laughs> oh, it's coming for you. Yeah, well, you're having that heart attack, uh, Booble, is because we have photo stills of Reno wearing no diaper, but it, taking on, uh, turning his back on his brother, Vito. Uh, backstage, we see Gene with Vito as Reno let down the family again as Vito, uh... That's Vito, uh... That's Reno Tremino <laughs> turned on Vito Tremino 
As Maria Tremino watched on. As their uncle. Kazoo type. As their uncle, the great Bambino, is <laughs> yeah, disappointed. The great Bambino. Gino the, Tremino. Gino the cousin, Tremino. The great Hambino. <laughs> I thought you said Bambi. Uh, Vito is going to stand up for the family tonight. He's going to have the last word against his brother. Uh, we see uh, Crowbar walking in awesome. What, saying what's uh, like what's going on? What's, what happened to the '70s gear that he doesn't have anymore? But he really couldn't hear a damn thing. But I, my assumption is that he said um, Funk hitting sense back, uh, hitting uh, putting sense back into him, and he's back with Daphne. Now he said Daphne. He gave Daphne all the credit. Yeah, he did. Basically, he was like, "This gimmick's fucking stupid." This yeah, is he dumb told Mike, as hell. "You need to get some. Uh, need to get your edge back, Mike." Mm-hmm. And Mike's like, "Hook up my edge." Yeah, you really oh, couldn't, didn't. You I couldn't did. hear them. He went over. Uh, let's go to our next match. It's, it's Lance Storm with Major Guns versus May- Rey Mysterio with Tigress, okay. as this is a championship contender match. As Tony says, uh, mum on the word of this match, of what type of match this is. <laughs> and then they show the graphics, and then uh, Lance Storm's like, I'm here. I'm here for the title. Uh, and after me winning this, uh, I, you know, I'll be in the title match at Sin. Uh, then we got photo steals of the bunkhouse brawl street fight. Ray has his ribs taped because they show why. Uh, Ray drop kicks Storm in the, into the turnbuckle and hits uh, Storm hits the ref uh, because he was in front of him. Ray does the Bronco Buster. Ray springboard moonsaults, but Storm puts his knee up and then uh, Storm then Storm hits the sidekick once he picks up Ray. Storm puts Ray in the abdominal stretch and punches the bad ribs. Ray with the head scissors take down. Storm rolls out outside, but Ray does a somersault off the top rope to the outside. Ray hits the springboard leg drop for a two. Storm then hits a real barrel slam and put, then puts in the Canadian maple leaf for the win as Lance Storm moves on to the main event. This should have been better. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next match is Mike Awesome versus Jeff Jarrett for a championship contender match as... Uh, once again, we get photo stills of the ambulance match of Bam Bam and Awesome. Awesome cuts a promo telling the ladies that he has to reschedule all their dates because he's on the way to win the uh, on his way for a title match. Um, awesome with a big running shoulder tackle. Awesome with a belly to back suplex. Jarrett hits Awesome in the face on a uh, on the chair. Uh, uh, hits Awesome's face on the chair on the outside as Awesome reverses Jarrett's Irish whip and tosses him into the barricade. Awesome then scoop slams Jared on the outside. Awesome throws Jared into the barricade multiple times. Uh, awesome puts Jared on the announce table and punches him multiple times as the announce table thinks that the table is going to break. Awesome's going to go for a move, but Jared low blows him. Awesome with the sit down power bomb for a two, then a top right clothesline, then a double underhook for a two. Uh, awesome runs at Jared, but Jared kicks him and Awesome hits the ref. Awesome grabs the guitar. But the ref pulls it away from him as Jarrett finds another guitar and hits awesome with it for the win. So our main event tonight be Lance Storm versus Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett is always within 10 feet of a guitar. Has to be. At all times. Should be. You know, like, so with, like, Apple Watches and Apple phones, for your Apple Watch to work, if, it, if you don't have the, like, if it's not cellular, like, um... The data, like, you can go away from your... If your watch isn't cellular, like, you can go away from your phone and you can still use your Apple Watch. And if you just use it, like, you have to be in the same location. That's how it is with my watch. Like, if I'm, like, 10 feet away from my phone without my watch, 
if my watch and my phone are 10 feet apart, they won't hit. Like, I can't tell what to, like, text one of you. Yeah. So that's the thing with Jared and his guitar. He can't be 10 feet away or something happens. Some more. The bedroom, that's where it gets weird. That's how he, that's how he finishes. He smashes the guitar <laughs> over. That's the money shot. That's the shot. <laughs> Heads up, Kurt. <laughs> Uh, he was ever in. We get a promo for Glacier. <laughs> we get a promo for Glaciers. Then we see Norman Spy saying he can't wait for the real hero to show back up. I and dances. So I know I got the idea for Eugene now. I yeah. Uh, we go backstage <laughs> with Gene and Shane Douglas as he says the war between him and Rection are not done. Is oh yeah. fuck me. Uh, as, can it be though? As Rection <laughs> wants to take Douglas and MIA on on Thunder. Thunder as Douglas has paid for Chronic. Many of us have. <laughs> he's paid for Chronic as it's going to be a six man, as they say that they're just here for the money. One, Since two, we're not three, on the cock anymore, oh. uh, we get a recap of Goldberg on the man show. Zigzag, zigzag, oi, oi, oi. Did you guys ever watch that show? Here and there. It, um, I'm calling it doesn't alone. hold up. Um, no, it does not. I didn't think it was good when it was new. It was not good. And, this was, and this was the better team. It yeah. got significantly worse. Corolla and Once the old anti-vax showed up. Rogan, he took over for uh, Did he? Kimmel. Was Kimmel yeah. left? It was Kim. It was, it oh, was yeah. Corolla and Rogan forever. And, and I got new Corolla and Rogan. That's a tough watch together. Wow, boy. But did it? Did it become? And then it went just like two other jabronis. Did it become like Kimmel's cousin and somebody else for like a minute? Oh, I stopped watching okay. after, after yeah. Kimmel. I don't left. remember. I, no I don't idea. remember. Um, I, Kimmel went to uh, win Ben Stein's money after that. Because I remember Kimmel. Li- and then he I, went, <laughs> Kimmel's won in the deal. He's he's won. Although, shout out to early Love Lung. That was good. That was good. That was. So people were like, oh yeah, Dr. Drew's a fucking idiot. Got it. Never mind. Back when, <laughs> back when we didn't, yeah. Uh, we go backstage with Flair telling someone when uh, when he's ready, Flair will uh, bring the guy in. We see Awesome destroying tables, and then the animals show up, but Awesome wants nothing to do with them, and then uh, says that you guys are lightweights. And they're like, you're the one wearing a, flan- uh, <laughs> a polyester suit. <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, uh, WCW will be uh, Nitro will not be on the air for the next two weeks. He told people, and even though it's the year two thousand, the way they f- the, they did the, the the graphic, yeah, it was like nineteen seventy eight. It was the logo, and then in bold text, it's like we'll be off the air till January third like, or something. Raised baseball in seventy four. What the <laughs> fuck is like, this? Uh, so our next match is Alex Wright versus the Cat with Miss Jones. It's um, uh, a no for me, Doc. It's an interesting match. As they make fun of how Alex Wright dances, and then they ha- uh, he has the crowd chant fat ass towards Madden. Uh, Wright <laughs> jumps off the apron, but Cat spits water in his face. That's COVID safety there. Uh, Alex Wright slams Cat on the announce table. Wright picks up the Cat and rounds his head in the post. Cat hits the feline stick, uh, uh, kick. Oh, the feline stick. Don't worry about that. Whoa. Uh, feline kick for the win. The match went, <laughs> the match went longer and than the I thought. was in the match. The match went longer than I thought. Uh, and then Cat dances after the after his match. I call it the godfather of soul. Uh, limo shows up and they think, is it the mystery guy? No, it's just the 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 ratings killers. The, it's the, the thrillers. The so good thing to show up at like 940. Thanks, Sanders. Goddamn idiot. 
Um, we go backstage with the Steiners beating up the Young Dragons, Evan Courageous, in prime time. I just wrote Steiner is violent. <laughs> <laughs> then we get a promo by the Thrillers as a... Uh, uh, above average promo. As a, a Sanders begins to talk, but Tony has to point out the sign that says, Shut up, stupid. And he's like, hey, read that sign oh, there. Uh, sick. Read that sign there, uh, nice. Sanders. Sanders does the normal, we're good-looking, better athletes, keep pausing the commentary. He's like, hey, we got two hours. Let's wrap this up. Sanders says that they were cheated out of the titles last night, so since DDP and Nash are not here, Sanders makes a match for Sin. It's going to be uh, DDP versus Kevin Nash against uh, titles against, but Ric Flair comes out. Flair talks about how he ran through all the thrillers, uh, how he ran, how Flair ran through all the women in 81, and Flair says Sanders can't make a match. Sanders says the thrillers don't get tag title shots anymore. So there's going to be a battle royal on Thunder with other teams, and the winner will get a title shot at Sin. (coughs) You look excited for that one, Booble. A battle royale on Thunder. With cheese. Hmm. You're not what excited? A f- what a fun segment this was. This took approximately 16 years. Well, it doesn't help that Sanders is doing this. We're the genetic... Good looking. They invent- yeah, they bought a team. Wrexham. Uh, we get... Wrexham. Wrexham. Damn near killed him. Damn near killed him. As a... We're getting photo stills of Starkid, of Luger and Buff attacking Sarge, because we needed that. So our next match is going to be Buff Bagwell versus Goldberg. Um, 30, he's 31-0. and 0. Ref, uh, Buff walks around the ring and stalls, but Luger comes from under the ring to hit Goldberg with a chair. Ref calls for the bell. They double-team until Sarge comes out. Um, Luger hits him with the chair. Goldberg kicks the chair into Luger's face and kicks Bagwell. And that's This how is we already do. too much of a push for Sarge, and this is not a push. Yep. I mean, my God. Can we get him off fucking TV, please? Uh, sh- should we do the main event? Yeah, let's. Oh, my God. Jeff Jarrett versus Lance Storm, and the winner goes on to take on Jeff, uh, takes on Scott Steiner at Sin. Uh, yes, please. Jeff Jarrett and Lance Storm. Yeah, yes, please. No problem uh, here. Storm misses a uh, crossbody on the outside. First of all, sir, let's just say Jeff Jarrett moved. Let's not say Landstorm misses. Well, he did move. Who are you to doubt Landstorm? No one. Uh, Jeff Jarrett uh, puts Storm into the figure four, but Storm is able to turn it uh, around. Jarrett's able to get to the ropes. Jarrett hits a superplex on Storm. Storm ducks the uh, uh, injury, but uh, and puts Jarrett in the maple, Canadian maple leaf, but Jarrett's able is next to the ropes, so he's able to get out. Jarrett then hits the stroke for the win. Scott Steiner comes out with his pipe. And the pipe he uses to beat up people with. Um, I uh, I loved how Jeffrey hit the stroke. He just like reversed an Irish whip, and yeah. it was so well done. It was awesome. He hit it out of nowhere. Don't like that dumbass DDP who sets it up for a year. Can you and imagine half. just that's what happens when you have two actual wrestlers <laughs> wrestling. God forbid. He probably just called it. Hey, just reverse stroke. He probably yeah. called it right there. Yep. Okay. Yep. Boom. Uh, after the match, Steiner comes down. Steiner tells Flair he's gonna. Uh, head to the back and shove this pipe up his ass. 
Uh, Flair's ass. Steiner heads to the back as Steiner grabs Jimmy Hart, wondering where the hell Flair's locker room is. He walks 10 feet away. Oh, there's the door. Oh, there's the door. <laughs> Starts to bang on the door, and then he looks down, the, and the camera pans down the long hallway, and there's... there's uh, the Blair Witch? Huh? The Blair Witch? The Blair Witch, as there is... Um, <laughs> there is Ric Flair behind the door going, Hey, Steiner! You're going to come get me? Uh, I'm leaving. And then as he runs down, a person wearing a straight jacket and an X on his face <laughs> for a mask begins to brawl with Steiner, but we run out of time. Okay. I know Corey knows where this goes. Yeah. Do you know where this goes? Uh, I do not, but I know of the, like, what happens at the... No. Well... Okay. That's a no. That's well, I know... I know... I can't do this. I know what happens at the Sin pay-per-view. I, I don't know who's under the mask, but I just know the fact that when it all happens, he's still walking down the whole aisle. That's all I know. And it's, So, I have a guess for who's under the mask. Okay. So I'm going to guess. And if I'm right, I want you to tell me. Mm. Right, but, you know. Quick question Whoever's under the mask currently, is that who's in the match? No. Okay. So who I think is under the mask here tonight is Vito. The way he moves and punches, it looks just uh, like, because he is super fucking short. So this is, uh, I think it's Vito under the so mask. So this is, um, he's, Walker he's, he's back on Thursday or whatever. I think it's Vito. So that's Braden Walker as Sting. And very well. And I was like, I hope to fuck it's not Vito in that match. It's not Vito in the match, is it? it very, that's my guess. It very well could have been Vito portraying it tonight and on Thunder. But it's not who. But it's not it who is. it's supposed to be. And it's okay. not who ends up wrestling in the match. I was like. It, it, this is a tough one because <clears throat> who it originally is supposed to be doesn't end up being who it is. Ooh. That's what we call. And we'll find out teeth. when we get to the. And pay-per-view. I want you guys to keep doing what you just did. Yeah. Try to come up with a guess. Try to think, watch it, and be like, oh, well, I mean, of course, Toriano. Of course. It has to be. Uh, yeah, but that's, I was like, really? That's, you're, that's how you're. That's the point. So, like, he looks ridiculous in this outfit of this. is. So I know you don't want to give it away who it is, but fucking hell. Isn't it, build, isn't it better if you tell people who it is? If you want to get a bite right So we'll find out who it was supposed to be and who it really is at the next pay-per-view war stories. Sin. <laughs> Shall we go to uh, Monday Night Raw? If yes. Okay. So that was the... Uh, that w- Guys, that was the last Nitro... Of the year. Of the year. We have... Uh, 12, 12 left or yeah. something like that? 10 to 12. 12 to 13. Yeah. Damn, dog. Remember when they won 84 straight weeks? Yep. Seems like a goddamn lifetime ago. Because it was. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's go to Monday Night Raw, December 18th, uh, year 2000. We're in South Carolina. Commentary team is JR and Jerry the King Lawler. How come I hear people call it North Kakalaki, but I never hear people say South Kakalaki? Sounds racist. You South Kakalaki. Uh, Mother Canuck. We get a recap of SmackDown of Vince yelling at Stephanie and calling her a bitch. Vince finding out that Linda is at the hospital but smiles about it. Uh, commentary brings up it's going to be William Regal versus Stone Cold tonight. Yes, please. Former tag team James. Jeff Hardy I'll versus Crispin Wall. Right, former tag team, right? For one night only. Crispin Wall and Jeff Hardy for the IC title. 
And APA okay. and Jackie versus TNA and Trish. That was good. Now let's go to Days of Our Lives with Vince McMahon. Wake me up when your first segment's over here. Okay. Uh, Vince tries to uh, defend himself while he laughed, saying that uh, you know he was in a state of shock, and that's all he could do. Linda had a mental breakdown. Vince ta- takes a little blame for that, but blames Foley for the breakdown. If Foley didn't push Vince over the edge, maybe... <laughs> Owen would still be alive. The, the divorce wouldn't be happening. Vince blames Stephanie for bringing up Linda's history on SmackDown. Vince says starting tonight in both his personal business relationship, it's gonna be he's gonna make things right. Vince also blames Linda for the mental breakdowns. Vince didn't know she was fragile or weak. Uh, Vince says that you know only having been married to her for forty years, how would he know? <laughs> Uh, Vince says uh, he's talked to his lawyers and they've stopped the divorce process until Linda gets better. Vince shows a montage so of the. They never get divorced then? <laughs> That's not how divorce works. Uh, Vince shows a montage of the marriage as with old photos of walk down memory lane. As then Stephanie comes down, she says she's here. So at least, so here? At least it picked off a little bit. At least Stephanie interjected some goddamn life into this fucking boring-ass monotone promo. Uh, it was so bad. She comes down. She tells him what she thinks of him. Stephanie, after showing the photos of the divorce, dragging her through the gutter, shows how sick Vince is, how, how sick Vince really is. Stephanie says that uh, he has a, uh, has a diseased heart and calls him a mean old bastard. Uh, Vince responds with the story <laughs> of him and Linda in the back seat, and if, he says if he didn't marry Linda, Shane would have been a bastard. Woo! Got her. Then Kurt Angle comes out. He talks about how he's appalled for a family uh, member to be a monster. He can't believe Stephanie, and Kurt is ashamed, <laughs> treating her father with such disrespect. <laughs> God damn it, Kurt. Uh, Angle says where he's from, he doesn't treat his father like that. If he did, he would have been kicked out, and there, there might never been a chance of him winning the gold medals. But his dad died when he was a teenager. You don't remember that. Uh, that, that. That thing, I wouldn't remember that. That Fox Catcher, well, I wouldn't remember that. You know, his, his dad died in, not in WWF. In real life. Forgot, yeah. That's why his dad's Paul Bear. Yeah. Uh, Mick Foley comes out. <laughs> it's true. Oh, God, it's true. Uh, Foley comes out as he... Uh, is Corey dis- just interrupt us. <laughs> as he's disgusted in one Vince McMahon. Angle says it's not Vince's... Uh, Mm. Angle says it's not uh, uh, it's not Vince's fault for the mental breakdown. She could have had a mental breakdown overseeing Vince take a stunner, a rock bottom, or a last ride, or maybe Linda had a breakdown once she saw Foley put Mr. Sacco on Vince. Angle says if it, if it was Foley's wife and ha- if he was Foley's wife and witnessed everything, he would have gone for the would have got the divorce too. This is when Foley makes fun of him, saying, "You want to be my wife." I don't know about that. You do have a receding hairline. So, yeah, let's just make fun of Angle being gay or something. 2000. Uh, <laughs> You're it's not gay. even like Foley's thing, too. I'm just no, like, it's God not. damn it, no. man. Uh, Foley puts Angle in a title match, and Foley's like, Big Whoop, what type of match this is going to be? You put me in a fatal four-way. You put me in a six-way Hell in a Cell. What type of match? Foley's, Foley's like, well, you're going to be taking on someone you've never faced before. A former, a former WF champion, as it's going to be one, Vince McMahon. Say what? It took forever. It was an interesting hook at the end of it, though. Like, huh? All right. 
It's interesting. I mean, what do you think, Corey, of the fact that Vince McMahon... Um, it's not... I mean, you figured shenanigans. You didn't figure they were going to have a fucking it's match. It's not but. bad, but I hated the very last part because it's so WWE to draw out the announcement. You're going to face a man who is under contract, and you've never fought him, and he's a former WF champion, and he's got balls of grapefruits. And it's like, just say it's Vince McMahon already. God damn. They, they do it all the time, and it's a pet peeve of mine. But, I mean, it makes it's going to be fine. It's what it is, you know. Right. Um, we go backstage with Stephanie leaving oh, the geez. arena. We, uh, we see backstage the Hardys talking as Matt telling Jeff that, uh, think of what the radicals have done to them lately. And, you know, it's Jeff's time to win the title and take, the, uh, take uh, Benoit's pride. Our first match of the night, finally, is Chris Benoit versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, Intercontinental Championship match. First, we get a recap of the Hardys right. being Benoit with the roll-up. <laughs> That's a shirt right there. Mark Madden says, what's up? <laughs> uh, the bell rings, finally, at 25 minutes and 45 seconds in. So that is... About, about that's, 40 minutes. That's even longer than them. It's about 30 minutes. That's because fucking forever, the, dude. The commercials. So about about like maybe 28 to 30 minutes into the show. That's the first hit, man. You get my exact opinion of uh, mm-hmm. Jeff kicks Benoit through the ropes and hits a crossbody. Benoit with three straight belly-to-back suplexes. Benoit hits a flying headbutt, but only gets a two. Ding. Jeff, Huh? Ding. Ding. Uh, Jeff hits a uh, whisper in the wind for a two. Jeff's going to go for a neck breaker, but Benoit reverses it. Pulls Jeff over and puts him in the cross face for the win. Uh, are, you, are you shocked that he just kind of ran through Jeff Hardy like that? No, because at the point, as Jeff is getting more popular, he's still a tag team specialist. And they've pushed Benoit as a pretty serious upper card guy. It's fair. We go backstage with Vince and Kurt. Kurt saying uh, that he knows Foley wants to embarrass them. Vince thinks that if, if he was champion again, it might be a good idea. Vince says Foley's trying to embarrass him, so it would be embarrassed if Foley to it would be good for them to embarrass Foley by having Vince be a two-time champion. See Vince turning on Kurt here. His ego is getting the better of him. Already, uh, we get a promo for Vince, uh, for Mick Foley's Christmas Chaos book. Mm. We go backstage with Kurt running into Edge and Christian. Kurt says, "Hey, Edge Christian, we should talk about how Foley and uh, try and get this match off, and they." Uh, Maybe you guys go talk to them. Maybe you guys can use your Canadian charm. They said that they would bribe him with Christmas stuff and talk with, and they will go talk with Foley for for uh, uh, Kurt. Uh, we had a recap of China. She uh, is getting an MRI done because uh, of uh, the Aval uh, Venus attack. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Do we know why? She's getting it like because they storyline. Uh, yeah, she's not legitimately she's getting an MRI for a storyline. She's not legitimately getting an MRI. They're just saying it. No, they show footage. Well, yeah. It's also something you just pay for, too. Just, yeah, you know. just, yeah. Yeah. How much for an MRI? A couple grand. Oh, also, it could have just been old-ass footage of her getting an MRI. Well, maybe. Yeah, it could have been some other time. I mean, I don't know, but she's yeah. not really hurt. Yeah, I, I know that, but it's just like they show the footage of her like being in the CAT scan. I was like, what's, she, what's the real injury if there is one? I but could never do that. Go on the thing? The claustrophobia. Oh, I could. Oh, my God. I get a wreck. So five five. Is this on camera? I'll take. I'll take him here, nurse. I'll take you here, nurse. I'll take you in here, nurse. <laughs> Wait, what? 
Um, are we on? Hello? You're on. Jack. You're on, buddy. Uh, we got Michael Cole, Billy Gunn. Michael! Uh, tonight, Gunn and the Dudley boys will get revenge on the right to censor. Oh, Gunn says goody. he'll be taking them one, out one by one. Uh, when does Colton show up? This sucks. <laughs> this is pretty and bad right here. He said that he's going to take out one member of the RTC for good, and in my notes I have, should be Val, right? Since he's the one that hurt China. Mm. I digress. But it's not the sharpest tool in the shit. Not the sharpest light bulb in the drawer. <laughs> yeah. We go back safe with Foley and Deborah as they're promoting the new Christmas book as Edge and Christian come in and they say they love the book and Foley asks They're playing what his part. music on the kazoo. Yeah. <laughs> as they ask, he asks what's your favorite part of the book and they're like uh, let's not talk about it right now but yeah that, yeah. that, that part was good. That part. That part. Uh, I would have heard that part. They tell him how it's unfair that Angle has to defend his titles uh, title again and they, they're the guy what? that uh <laughs> Well, uh, there are guys in the back that might not uh, might not like the fact that uh, Vince is getting a title shot tonight. Oh, well, they're finally showing the real justice system at work here. Uh, um, Jesus, I like the fact they're actually calling out. Hey, it's unfair that a uh, Vince gets the title shot over the boys. Wish you know they could do that. Currently, uh, they ask him to stop the match, and he says no. Edge flips out and tosses the title uh, table, saying that they're the tag team champions. Damn it. Then Foley then uh, puts them in a title match, and Ed- Edge is against who? We've beaten all the teams. And Foley says, well, you're going to be a team. Uh, you're going to be a- taking on a team that you never faced, The Rock and The Undertaker. Hmm. Hmm. I think I had that coat that Vince's wearing. You have those pants that Brett's wearing? Our next match is going to be the Dudley Boys versus Bill- and Billy Gunn versus The Right to Censor. However, we get a haze of smoke above the ring because of the pyro the from the Dudleys. Like, damn, dude. Uh, Dudley's was up good father. Bubba grabs uh, Steven, but Ivory comes in and low blows him. Gun uh, with a tilt roll slam on Val. Gun goes for a pile driver, but Ivory grabs Gun. Ref sees, uh, sees it, but this turns around. Gun pulls Ivory into the ring. Gun pile drive her, but Steven, Steven kicks him. Uh, Val then hits the fisherman suplex on Gun for the win. We go backstage with Angle. I was surprised that RTZ won here. I gotta be honest. Thought for sure those the win. <sighs> They're gonna keep that push going. They... Um, Angle uh, tries a pep talk Edge and Christian, but they don't want to listen to him. Then we see Undertaker walking into the ring as he walks into the Rock. Uh, then we get a promo for the XFL by Jesse Ventura. When we go to Vince with Kurt coming in, Vince says uh, he's been thinking about it, and the more he doesn't like it, but Vince loves it. If Vince wins the title, it might drive Foley more over, more over the edge, as Foley has been have to deal with him as champion. Vince says he would take it, take it, e- he would take it easy on Angle, and uh, Ang- as Angle says, he won't lay down. Uh, Vince asks who brought Angle to the WF. Angle asks where where these gold medals come from. He's not getting them or the title tonight. So let's go to our third match of the night. Edge and Christian versus The Undertaker and The Rock for the WWF Tag Team Championship. i got to be honest. I know it's better, but at the moment I'm struggling to remember why this is better than Nitro. <sighs> yeah, right? Uh, Undertaker with a sidewalk slam on Christian. Edge then does a driving clothesline. Undertaker hits a DDT on Edge. Edge spears The Rock. Edge and Christian do a double sidewalk slam, neck breaker, tag team to the uh, <laughs> move to the rock. Rock hits the rock bottom on Edge, but is uh, too tired to make the cover. 
Undertaker does a tilt roll slam on Edge and then old school's Christian. All four men fight on the outside. Rock throws Edge's face into the announce table and backs. Uh, he bounces Edge bounces off and hits and hits the ref. Undertaker hits a huge last ride on Christian while the ref is still waking up. Edge runs in and hits the Undertaker with the belt. Christian makes the slow cover, but the Rock Undertaker is able to kick out. Uh, Rock hits the smo and drop on Edge. Rock hits the spine buster and hits the people's elbow on Edge. For the win, so your new tag team champions, The Rock and Undertaker, and I'll be frank, I didn't honestly did not see this coming. I did when they made the match. <laughs> yeah, I forgot it happened until I the, the match was made. Then I was like, oh god, yeah, I remember this. Because at the time, I'm thinking, what the fuck? I had no rec. I had like no recollection of them being tag champs or this even happening. So. so. Uh, two things. JR, after this match, and I quote, said they went through the tag champs like X Lack through a widowed woman. I was like, what the fuck does that <laughs> even <know>. mean? <laughs> that means nothing. It's something. I don't know what. It's, it's definitely something. More importantly, Joe, I'm going to need you to pay attention to this one. Oh, I'm paying. I did the yeoman's work here, gentlemen. It was during the match, they mentioned that The Rock made the list of people's top 25 most influential people of the year 2000. I found the list. Did you? I did. Now, two important things here to notice. It's top 25. Yeah, the list is only 23 people long. Yep, so it's fun. And uh, one of these in the middle is going to be weird, so I'll go that. You ready for the countdown? Yes. Oh, yeah. Lonesome dove. Number 23 is the year 2000, by the way. Sarah Jessica Parker, old horse face herself. <laughs> Got it. Smack dab in the Sex in the City run here. Yeah, unfortunate. Twenty-two. Remember, it's the year two thousand. Michael J. Fox. He's shaking Spin his way City. to the top. He'd already left Spin City yeah. due to the, <laughs> Just, you know. Which, by the way, it's a good show. When, when, he, was he, was when he was on it, on it, underrated show. Damn good show. Yeah, for real. Hey, he's a horse. He's on a horse. Number twenty-one. Ben Stiller. Hmm. Okay. At the height. It's it's at the height. It's right after Zoolander. It's Meet the Parents. It's at the height of Ben Stiller. Mystery Men's out right now. Yeah. Number 20. James Gandolfini. <laughs> I'll be honest. Sopranos. He, well, I know where he's from. Yeah. Just started. Watching him on uh, Be Cool, and he's like not even day. the size. <laughs> he's in Crimson Tide, too. Yeah. Shout out to that. Number 19, Eldrick, Tiger Woods. Oh, okay. Pretty good 2000. So number 18 in the year 2000, George W. Bush. Checks out. Oh, he just became... He'll be a little higher than that, you would think. He but did, well, he did steal the election, so... I, well, I, just saw, I just saw a clip of him. I just saw a clip of him talking... Dodging like, a shoe? Huh? <laughs> no, it's him, like, talking. He's like, we have to stop the terrorists. We have to come to combine... And we have to combine our powers yeah. and stop terrorists. Now watch me hit this drive. And like he's on, he's legitimately on a fucking golf course, and then hits one. Gotcha. I never thought after the last six years, I legitimately kind of missed W, because he yeah. was evil so, and corrupt. So and people, all that. and that's the problem. That's the problem. Is people keep saying that, and, yeah. and we have to like remind them, like, no, that motherfucker was a war criminal. He's, he's that corrupt dude. and terrible. And somehow smarter Did than you, Donald Trump. Yes, speaking of it. speaking of golf, speak Spanish better than English. By the way, one thing I, it's a weird thing about. Come on out, you 
dictator. Old dictator. You know what he done with his golf course? Buried his ex on the golf course. Did he? Yes. For tax uh, for tax reasons. I kid you not. There, someone posted a photo of like they're on T one, and then there's like a fucking grave, <laughs> like <laughs> to the right on like in the rough. You like you see like a fucking the tombstone. Rough. There's like a tombstone. <laughs> I am not kidding. I thought there was bullshit too, but he legitimately buried his dead ex wife in his golf course oh for tax God. reasons. I kid you not. That dude is the most dub T motherfucker <laughs> that's ever lived. I kid you not. Back the part this. that broke me is that she's in the rough. She's in the rough, dude. <laughs> They're fucking gonna mow over her like every fucking day. Like, yeah, Christ so, almighty. Save her. Sleep. Yeah, it's fine. God damn. So number, uh, where are we? Seventeen on this list. It was your dub. Yep. Prince William. Yeah. This yeah. is the height of yeah. Prince William because he's like eighteen. Yeah. About to join the military. Yeah. Balding. Number sixteen. Renee Fleming. She's an opera singer. I looked about. Okay. Bags, whatever. Thank you. She had to do opera. Number 15, Jennifer Aniston. Friends is still on. The Rachel Cut. The Rachel Cut. Maybe the worst haircut in the history of the world. She was the sex symbol of that show. She was. Number 14, Venus Williams. Not even Serena. Serena just won the US Open in 99, but that was it. Well, it's because Venus had the run for a while, and then Serena just overtook for the rest of the time. Number 13, in the year 2000, Meg Ryan. You got mail? Was that 98? Uh, that had, uh, like, you've got mail. Poison ass? <laughs> Straight up in the ass. Uh, you've got mail came out in '98. So I don't Meg know Ryan. what Meg Ryan was doing in 2000 to be uh, <laughs> number 12. See if you guys know this one. Richard Hatch. Richard Survivor. Hatch, Survivor. All you guys. First winner. I'm proud of you guys. Hey, that's when it was good to watch. Dude, I was like. 20th. You're time. a snake. Like, some people were like, who? You're a snake. Because he, he was yeah. naked. It was yeah. a big deal. He yeah. was naked on the show. Number 11, Eminem. Yeah, yeah, pr- pretty Slim. good to run in 2000. Slim, yeah. Now, again, guys, just to recap, we're, we're in the top 10 now. Top 10 people of the year 2000. Or top 25, right? There's 23 of them. Your number 10 person, uh, the state of Florida. I... What? It's, it's a little... It's a literal state, so it's... I don't know how it could be the person of the year, but, you know... Yeah, that was well, like what? When, as a state, you conspire to steal the election, you, you get you get treated. You know, you get you get a shout out. I was like, the state. Jesus Christ, these idiots. Number nine, Drew Barrymore. Um, she, yeah, she had a resurgence never been in the late nineties um, and two thousand. Yeah, the yeah. Batman Forever. Wasn't Charlie's Angels two thousand? Yeah, it was. So. Yeah, and then whatever the like Cinderella uh, one she did. Number eight, The Rock. There he is. Okay, made it. Number seven, Gloria Steinem. The um, liber- the feminist uh, yep. icon from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number six, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Yeah. Spoiler, you know who didn't make this list at all? Bill or Al Gore, <laughs> so that's, that's fun. I'm Al Gore. Number five, the greatest Yankee of all time, Alex Rodriguez, baby. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. You okay, Corey? <laughs> Uh, I'm abstaining from <laughs> number four. Uh, Darva Conger. Why does that name sound so familiar to me? Do you look it up? I look them all up. Yeah. Okay. I I remember the name, but I don't remember yeah, what same. she is. Who wants to marry a multi-millionaire? Mm. And she was some other like actress, okay. model chick. Right. Number three, Sean Fanning. Napster. 
There it is. Founder of Napster. That was yeah. important. No, uh, it was Seth Green in uh, the Italian job with the founder of Napster. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> this actually has a direct influence on what the fuck we're watching. Steve Case. The AOL CEO. Yep. I was just going to say, that's a big wig with AOL. Yes, it is. And number one, do you guys remember this? Elian Gonzalez. The, the, yeah, the, the boat. The boat. The floating. The photo the of him kid, in the closet yeah, being, being taken away. Gun, yeah. I do remember that. That was a big deal. That was a Saturday morning on... Good like, job, Jet Reno. Yeah. You fucking cunt. That was a huge story. For like a month. Why oh, is yeah. my conscience so clean? Yeah. Can I, can I talk about the next segment that we go to? Yeah, why not? The... Most awkward ad read in the history of ever. That awkward ass lugs ad read they did at the desk. Hey, JR, like, can you buy this for me? I was like, because what I think of hip hop clothing, I think of Jerry, Jerry the Lawler. King Lawler and Jim Ross. <laughs> well, you don't want to see Jerry walking down in Memphis on an aisleway, well, aisleway flaunting them lugs. With his wearing lugs and that new Titans uh, football like, jersey. What the fuck is this? Yeah, this is so bad. It's not good. Well, Back good to you, Joe. All right, thank you. Uh, we go back here with Vince uh, showing up to the commissioner office as he mocks Foley in his power. Vince says he's going to win the title tonight and wants to thank him already by Vince slapping him. And then uh, we get a promo. Sort of. It's the weakest fucking slap ever. Then we get a promo for our next pay-per-view for WWF, the Royal Rumble. It's uh Don't like the logo. It was it was a midget field of dreams rumble promo. I was like, what? What are we doing? We go backstage and we see Vince flexing in the mirror. Our next match is Chris Jericho versus Perry Saturn with Terry. Jericho says Eddie's on the injury list because of the walls of Jericho on SmackDown. Jericho does a moonsault in the ring and Saturn with a clo- was so close that Saturn tries to catch him but the fall. Did you, did you catch JR here? I don't know what that was, but it both looked but it looked ugly. Didn't even try and save it. He was nope. like, I don't know what the fuck that was. That was terrible. That was bad. Uh, Saturn goes for the Death Valley driver, but Jericho falls through and puts the walls in for the win. Terry comes in and slaps Jericho, so he puts her in the walls, but the Radicals come out to beat him up. Saturn with the Death Valley driver, Malenko the Cloverleaf, uh, Clover and Benoit with the flying headbutt. How did Jericho and Saturn not have chemistry here? They wrestled 400 times in WCW. Oh, you remember too, huh? Yeah. With dresses involved this was and shit. so bad. Um, oh. Saturn's already awesome. given up. <laughs> he knows his lot in life. Greatest mini match ever. Yep. Number one. Uh, we go backstage with Vince as Trish wishes her wishes him good luck, and then he does Whoa. the same by playing with her hair. I was like, well, here it is. Well, we got to it. Uh, this looks pretty. so great week by week for Vince McMahon. It's more awkward on the next show. <laughs> uh, we see APA talking to the camera as they said that they need to get uh, how they had to get rid of the smell that they other that. T and APA left. AP say, APA saying they, they don't need a woman back uh, down there with them. Then the camera turns and it's uh, Jackie as she tells them to shut the hell up and give her a beer and light up the cigar. As she'll take care of Blondie and they need to take care of the, of the other two for themselves. Until this started, I had forgotten about the Jackie and APA thing. Me too. I had totally forgotten about it. Me too. Our next match is going to be William Regal versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Regal is here because uh, there's a threat in the WF, and his name is Stone Cold. Regal is going to make an example of someone who has besmirched him and the people here. <laughs> Austin runs down, they just brawl in the ring. Austin rams Regal in the head in the turnbuckle multiple times and does the Luthes press. 
Austin dominates most of the beginning. Regal throws Austin to the post multiple times. Austin stops a, stomps a mud hole in Regal in the corner. Austin goes to the stunner, but Regal shoves Austin to the ref. Regal hits the neck breaker. Then he grabs the European title, but Austin stuns him. Ref just gets up uh, and just rings the bell and uh, sees Austin with the belt. And Regal's on the ground, so they argue over the fact that, you know, hey, he hit him. While Regal gets up and says, he hit me, he hit me. So Austin then stuns the ref, pours beer on the ref, and then Austin and Regal have a stare down. This was a really interesting ending to this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, God, Regal is such a genius. Oh, my God. I'm so happy that he that they realize what they have and they're utilizing them properly. Like... WWE never, well, until the final couple of years, misused him. They always treated him at least at a certain level. Yeah. Um, but well, to be fair, he was part of that problem. Oh, no, 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 he, he was. He was. Know. But clean and sober, and he's getting the opportunity, he's crushing it. And it doesn't hurt that a lot of the guys who are big stars in that company are big, good friends. I mean, Austin. Fans. I mean, yeah. It's Jesus, one of those things those that, like. friends from way back. And it's like Foley and Triple H. Triple H. Triple H, yeah, has, definitely has his back. It's like one of those things for Regal. It's like the not too long ago he comes in and then he's feuding with the Hollies. And all of a sudden, it's, he's against Rock, teaming up, you know, uh, you know, taking on Austin, stuff, stuff like that. It's just like, what is going on? You know, you can't cut those promos that good, yeah. and stay with the Hollies. You know what I mean? Like and nothing against like, them, but yeah. I mean, if you can't have a match with uh, with Regal Goldberg, you're not a good wrestler. You just you don't have it. Yeah. I just, you know, Regal is fucking great, man. Uh, we go back to the Hall of Fame? Who? No. Who? Regal. Regal. Not yet. <laughs> it won't be for a while. Well, it should. Be a while. Uh, I don't know. Triple H is in charge now. He might just say fuck it to those guys. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Sunny days. Just we go, remember the after, the later. Fat Tammy? <laughs> fat Tammy. We go to Edge and Christian as Angle's telling them that they will get the titles back soon. Uh, as he doesn't want help, he doesn't want to lose the title. As Edge and Christian get mad at Angle because it's always about him, and they leave him behind. No, if I like where that's going, I donh, if I like it, uh, we'll find out. Uh, our next match is TNA uh, TNA with Trish versus APA and Jackie. It's an all-out brawl. Uh, Jackie rolls Trish, uh, but Trish doesn't get the shoulders up, so Teddy has to stop the count. Jackie DDTs Trish for the win. The men never get into the ring. That's cool. That's fun. Good thing we did all that. Uh, we go back to Foley's angle. Is that co- an intro? Right? <laughs> uh, angle comes into the office and doesn't want the match. Vince has a plan to win the title, or he's going to beat up the or he's going to beat up the owner of the WWF. Foley said he talked to his wife, and the wife is excited to watch this match, so he can't call it off, or she might ask for a divorce. Uh, next segment is Michael Cole with Vince McMahon, as Vince brings up that he's going to make. Uh, uh, like he said, he's going to make his personal life and business better for himself. It is in the holiday season, so, uh, you know, he, he can't wait to win the title tonight as we see Foley with a big smile on his face. So our next match is the main event for Monday Night Raw. This is going to be one Vince McMahon versus Kurt Angle for the WWF title. But first, Foley comes out and he makes himself the special guest ring announcer. Uh, first contestant uh, has a receding hairline, asked to be my wife, has two ears. He is a whining backstabbing. Also, he has won Olympic medal, and he's the champion, Kurt. 
Angle. Our second contestant is a complete and total idiot, owner of the WF and a net worth of more zeros and then in an Angle family. Reunion. He's a horrible father, terrible husband a couple weeks ago in a reception of a stunner rock bottom last ride in Mr. Sacco one Vince McMahon. But he's no rugged Ronnie Garvin. It's not a shtick that a face should do. No. It's real stupid. Well, that's, unless you're Jericho, he can get away with it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Foley joins commentary. Angle points at Foley, and Angle, McMahon takes uh, Angle down like it's a Jeez. wrestling match, and he starts celebrating. That's two points. That's two points. He that gra- was really funny, actually. He grabs that was the, good. That he, was so good. He grabs the mic and thanks Foley and talks about how he just got two points by taking down an Olympic medalist. I was an amateur state champion. I was an amateur state champion at my high school. And then Vince tacks Foley with the mic, and then Angle joins in. So, uh... They start being two-on-one. Foley fights him off. But Edge and Christian come down with chairs and hit the concerto on Foley, and he's busted open. Stephanie runs down with documents from the board of directors and says she has good news. Since Linda has been deemed mentally uh, ill and can't do anything, they give all the power to one. My daddy. As Vince McMahon has all the power in the WWF again, First thing he does is he wishes uh, Foley happy uh, holidays as he fires one Vince McMahon. Foley fires. Uh, fires Vin, Foley. Uh, Mick Foley. Uh, as in Foley goes after Vince, but Angle hits him with the chair shot. And we wish everybody a happy holidays to end Monday Night Raw. Linda's out. Vince is in. And Foley's out. Foley's out. He gone. Yep. He gone. For a long while. Well, really, until a couple years, right? Well, no, no, no. I mean, no, I mean, about two and a half months. Oh, so that's a long time in this era of wrestling, uh, because he's remember he's the ref at seventeen. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so he's, he's doing. Just, I think he's doing a book tour. Yeah, he has something to do. The yeah. okay, nothing because that Christmas book came. It's out. not injuries. It's just no, hey, it's, I need a tour. And, it's the next year, the day after Survivor Series, that he actually leaves the company for good for like two so, years. Till uh, 20. Oh. Okay. So he's gone for a little bit. Um, I guess, let me ask you guys, what was the better show? Raw. Raw, I guess. <laughs> yeah, talking about it, it was Nitro. <laughs> yeah. We had more fun on Nitro. But yeah. I, yeah, like. I can't say it was a better show. It's weird because watching them, I was like, okay, Raw's better. But when we went back and talked about both of them. Nitro was better. better. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was like, uh, I think Raw, Raw was better to watch, ish. But to talk Nitro's about it, Nitro was talking about a recap. Yeah. So when we restart this show, we knew what was better to watch and what was better than the recap. Um. So let's go to the ratings. Uh, last week, WCW got a one point seven since it was on Tuesday, and no one knew. WF got a five point seven five, coming off. Starcade, which nobody knew about. Which yeah, uh, WCW got a two point two five back on its regular Christ. night. Put it back on Monday and people watch it. And Raw went down a full point to four point seven five because Nitro came back. Yeah, it See, make like, sense. I mean, so before we move on, and I know most people think, well, who big deal? But that is a big deal, actually. Uh, that yeah. means there is a genuine audience. There's that one for this product still. It's not yeah. just completely dead. It's not. TNA in 2013 after Hogan and Bischoff raped it of of everything it had. 17 or 18. 
But at least by 17, it got better. It's just too late. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. But Although yeah, is it? Could outlast huh? WWE. Who knows? But like, there's still a tangible audience here. Mm-hmm. Enough that if I, and I know I'm, I'm not a business person, but if I'm ahead of, I don't know, FX or some other cable channel at, at that time, time, yeah, I'm if I hear it's being sold and if I, it becomes clear AOL doesn't want it on its channel, you know who should have stepped up? Who? Fox Sports Net. See, they had syndication They're coming up all yeah. across the country. Then you—that's weird. Whatever you could put on late at night. Like, let's be honest. FX is has a history now of great shows, both comedy and 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 like thriller and, and drama. I haven't seen most of them, but they, they, you know, apparently they're pretty good, right? But in 2000, they didn't have that uh, reputation. Yeah. They could have used Nitro mm-hmm. on a Monday or Tuesday. They would have killed people for that 2.2. So I've always wondered why they didn't go for it. <laughs> like, It has to be higher exactly because you don't want that wrestling. Yep. You know what you can thank for that? The Attitude Era. The Attitude Era may have been great for WWF, but it ran away. So many sponsors, TV people. That it's to this day, people are like, I don't want that crap because like, they think of that. A lot of their sponsorship shit is like their own stuff. It's like video games and mm-hmm. yeah. WWE 2K16 presents. It's like, well, like, what's well, you present yourself? All right, thanks, yeah. guys. It's not a bezel one at all. I promise. <laughs> So, let's go to our favorite part of the show. It's the award show. Let's start off with best match. I'm gonna go Jarrett and Storm. So am I. I was I was leaning that way, and it's it's yeah. I'll go Jarrett and Storm as well. Uh, Yak match of the night. TNA and Trish yep. or against APA and, J- and Jackie because it was nothing. It was nothing. Funk versus Ming. Uh, who's your MVP? Hmm. I have storylines for the next two here. Mine's uh, Vince McMahon. He got the control. He the boss again. He got fully fired. He got everything he wanted. Hmm. God, I don't want to give it to him. I don't either. Uh, you know mine. You know who mine is. Miami P's room Regal. He got one over Stone Cold. Yeah, I'm gonna go Regal too. Uh, who's your motive? Mick Foley, for stated reasons. He needs off TV anyway. I'll get yeah. Foley. Uh, mine is Vince. I, Vince, uh, and I've said it this past couple of shows about how Vince gets how many segments. Um, what, six or seven. We got the promo to start the show. We got the uh, promo to start the show. We had the segment backstage with Kurt. Uh, then we get the segment. Um, where we go backstage again. So that's three so far, and we're in before the third match of the night. Uh, then we go four. Uh, then we do uh, five with him flexing. Then we go six with Trish. Then we do um, seven with Cole. 
And then eight with the main event. Eight segments for Vince McMahon. That is my mode. And you know what? I'm saying now, that's my WTF, too. No wonder I preferred Nitro in a weird way. Yeah. I, I'm a... Uh, I'm a... Mm-hmm. Damn. <sighs> yeah. Eight segments while Austin and Rock got one or two. Yeah, that's my WTF, too. That's, that's egregious. Eight for Vince? Isn't that a bit much? A little bit. Uh, I have a weirdly positive one considering this person wasn't our MVP. Scott Steiner does what Steve Austin does better. Yeah. He's unhinged. Way better at causing chaos and beating people up for no reason. He's unhinged. Hold on. More more to that. There's a reason that's the case because it's real. And uh, my. What the fuck? Ooh. Here's to talk about. This was a fucking crazy ass nitro behind the scenes. Go on. Uh, first of all, have you noticed there was no Dallas Page and Kevin Nash? Well, yeah, Dallas Page in a sex change, according to Steve, uh, Scott Sander. Well, that promo came about after they had an altercation before the show went on the air. Dallas Page and Steiner did because he heard. Um, I can't remember. I think it was Scott heard DDP was talking shit or DDP heard Scott was talking shit. But either way, they had a a verbal confrontation. Steiner wanted to make it physical and went to make it physical. But it was it was pushed apart. Dallas said a baseball fight. Dallas said, fuck this. This is an unsafe environment. Why the fuck are we doing this? And he left. And Nash Always looking for a night off. I was like, you know what? He's right. I'm going with him. (laughs) (laughs) Classic Nash. Smartest man in the room, right? So, you know, so they left before the show started. That's why they had to do that long-ass diatribe describing the tag team situation. Undoubtedly, there was going to be either a match or an angle with the insiders on the show. But that got scratched. Um, At the same time, Dallas had gotten into it with Madden again. Uh, And Madden was not long for the world already. And it pretty much sealed the deal after the today. When those two got into it verbally, um, there was also like a common denominator. There was also some drama with, uh, mem- I think, AWOL and someone. I can't remember who. It was pretty insignificant, I guess. But they got into it. Like it was just, People were pissed off and ready to fight today, apparently. Um, oh, but they could tell... Uh, oh. Where it's at. So there was a lot of drama behind this before the door the show even started. Which and then it got worse when Steiner went on and just did that promo. That got Paige when he eventually saw it or heard about it, even more pissed. Uh, would have been interesting if there were nitros the next couple of weeks who would have shown up, who wouldn't have, Probably who would have done that. Good them. idea there wasn't. Uh, so yeah, that's the story behind this uh, nitro and thunder taping. Uh, that's why Thunder, there's no insiders there either. Because they fucking left. Hmm. Um, let me see if I can find it right here. Um, I just looked it up and where is it? Come on. No, no. Brad Siegel held a meeting with WCW execs. It's on Reddit right now. Notes. No, here we go. Uh, do 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 do. Hang on. No, Vampiro, no. 
I, I just saw it, and then they... Oh, here we go. Uh, hmm. DDP and Scott Steiner booked against each other for house shows recently, but got into it changed because they refused to work with each other. It's um, an interesting call, by the way. Like, um, There was still blood blood from... Sorry. Uh, uh, there's blood blood... Sorry to do with Kimberly, what? Ste- uh, steaming from an incident a few months ago when Steiner called Kimberly a cunt. And they refused to apologize, which led to her quitting the company, which he wasn't punished. Anyway, DDP and Steiner were scheduled to be the main event title match, and they ended up calling Nash in and forced him to work. And Nash was pissed because he was supposed to have the weekend off and play and take the kids, uh, which he only had custody for that weekend, to Disney World and had a cancel to do the show. Sucks for the kids, but let's be honest, Nash kind of had it coming. That's what it said in the, uh, Jesus, what I just read. Um, what kids? He's only had one. Right. And he never did get a divorce from his wife, so custody? Nash is the smartest man in wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, I can't watch the kid this weekend. I have to go to work. Um, But, yeah, let me see. I just saw it. Like, it legitimately just had, like, the issues. On Reddit, it has the... um, uh, The... The Meltzer report and why it had um, women. Nope, no, no. Well, whatever, right? Um, oh, here we go. Uh, ton of heat. Ton of heat with WCW because Nitro in the past week aired on Tuesday instead of Monday. Due to the live David Copperfield special, TV, TNT was airing. There was a problem with WCW somehow. wasn't aware that they were going to get bumped Ouch. until four days Dude. before. So it was mentioned on Nitro O Thunder the weeks prior to that the fans had no idea Nitro was going to be on on uh, like. Tuesday. WCW had no way to promote it. WCW Tuesday airing, then posting it about it on the website. Word is Craig Leathers informed Terry Taylor about it over a month ago, but Taylor never mentioned it to anyone. Seamlessly forgot about it and just went under the radar until it was too late uh, at least one person in that one story but Leather is new and he was in charge of production so basically come on Miss McMahon's entire head head would have exploded if that happened on Raw and Dave is baffled how massive fuck ups like this just continuously to happen um that's amazing so a Copperfield special you don't just throw it together at the last minute yeah. It had to be on a Monday. You couldn't do it on Tuesday. <laughs> it had not. to be a Monday. You know when Nitro's on. Jesus Christ, dude! That's a company. Um, that's a company just fucking you over. Because, oh my god! Like we said, they're still getting two point something million viewers per that show. That's I guarantee you that Copperfield one didn't get that. I guarantee you. I guarantee you at that time probably the the only thing that did better was NBA on TNT. Yeah, um, they didn't have any shows at the time. They were you know. I have I mean, original sc- movies. Screenshot okay. this because we have uh, notes from Thunder taping. Oh um, my god, that company! Fucking Christ! I gotta wait. Oh, cute. Wait, did this happen? David Copperfield. Hang on, I got Let me look because I have some funny stuff about Thunder. I gotta know if it happens. Well, one of us hasn't even watched it yet. Yeah, I know oh, you did. You SmackDown, you haven't watched? Yeah, SmackDown. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Hang on. Let me just check. Well, it's Thunder. We can talk about it on Thunder. Yeah. 
So yeah, WWE's in <laughs> somehow even well, worse. Disarray. No, well the Sid spot. Sid. Okay, no, this happened last week. The week prior to Starcade. Uh, um, Starcade, because uh, Sid choke slams uh, Steiner, where I guess he was supposed to go through the ring, but the ring was not gimmick for it, so it didn't happen. How do you? Did they forget? Did Terry Taylor forget to tell someone that too? Goddamn rooster. And then Bam Bam hyperextended his knee by slipping on coffee during the Reno and Vito beatdown last week. It wasn't week. even the match. I remember, I remember that, actually, because Tony made fun of him for almost falling. Uh, this is, uh, this is Mark, Mark Manis suspended due to... Uh, uh, yep, he's suspended. Quite a few so things, this is it. Um, <laughs> uh, he had a litany of, of, of reasons. So I was going to say, like... It's a bold strategy from DDP to be like, I don't want to work with the world champion. Like, I don't think you get to make that fucking call, buddy. Uh, You're not the goddamn world champion. Before we go, I'll bring up that Goldberg and Conan were in different... Uh, Goldberg was a mad man cow and destroyed... Talk shit about WCW. Uh, Conan did the same thing in a Tijuana newspaper. Talk shit about WCW. Um, He's so happy to be there. So, uh... Yeah. Uh, apparently split. Yep. So, uh, this there's some great employees they have there. This company too. go on man cow and just talk shit about the company paying you millions. Yeah, the of guy dollars who was just on a pay per view for your company. Jeez, you know the guy who just took a shit ton of money from us. Yeah, that company sucks. Oh no. Oh no. Oh boy. They're they're allowing them to talk about this. I guess so. So this brings an end oh, to. Uh, the final Nitro of the year 2000. As next week here on the Monday Night War Stories, we're doing a special Monday Night uh, a War Stories episode as we'll be just doing Mon- uh, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown, and we will I will discuss what the best of Thunder was for next week. I guess you could call it a WWE War Story. A WWF War Stories. As all next week, it's just that. But before we get to next week, we still have the midweek war stories upcoming this week. Do we have a pay-per-view? <laughs> it feels like no, we should. No, we don't, finally. But we don't, as we're done with the pay-per-views for the year 2000, as we're moving on to 2001's Sin and the Royal Rumble. You can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do Jesus, for... You, you can find us on the socials, the face, the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. You can uh, like us, you can retreat us, you can give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, comment, request, all that good stuff. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.